Do you need a new or optimized website for your indoor playground or soft play rental business? Well, we now have a team of professional web designers ready to help you bring your vision to life. Our designs marry your aesthetic with what's been proven to work time and time again in this industry. And since we only work with play-based business owners, we have designing high converting websites that can be a complete game changer for your revenue and income down to a science. And we make it really affordable. Head to the show notes for example sites and pricing information. And yes, you can get the professional yet beautiful website of your dreams on the website platform of your choice for less than $800. You can even book a free call with our web design team if you have questions or want to talk about your specific needs. If you want us to, we'll even do all of your tech setup and software integrations so you don't have to lift a finger. We look forward to helping you convert your vision into reality and in turn, convert more browsers into buyers. Head to the show notes for all of our web design information. If you're in the play and party business and you want to operate with more ease and joy, all while making the living you dreamed of, I created the Profitable Play Podcast just for you. Join me, your host, Michelle Caruana, for Small But Mighty Tips Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays that will all add up to a big impact on your mindset, your business, and your bottom line. Stick with me to keep the passion and grow the profit in your play or party-based business. All right, Playmakers, we are diving right into part two of this episode series about ideas for a quick cash injection for your indoor playground business. And to be honest, I still could not cram everything I wanted to into this episode. So this has actually turned into a three-part series. So I apologize. I know in part one, I said this was only going to be two parts, but I just couldn't do it because every time I thought I was done with this episode, I would think of something else or something else would pop into my mind. And there was just nothing I felt like I could cut because I want to give you as many ideas and strategies as possible. And when it came down to it, cramming every single idea and strategy that I had into just one final episode for this series was holding me back from hitting record and getting this out to you. So again, the final part will be coming to you on Wednesday and I really appreciate your patience. I just want this to be as valuable and practical as possible for you. Now, in part one of this episode series, we covered the more drastic strategies, the ones that are meant for business owners needing $10,000 or more pretty quickly in their business, all the way up to the hundreds of thousands of dollars. And some of those strategies were simpler and quicker than others, but I really wanted to give you the full spectrum of options available. So if that's where you're currently finding yourself for whatever reason, go back and listen to that episode. I'm going to link it in the show notes. And as I mentioned in part one, there are all sorts of reasons an indoor playground owner might need quick cash. You might all of a sudden need a new roof that you're responsible to pay for Your opening could have been delayed for months, kind of going through all of your working capital. Or there could have been something personal that came up that took your time, attention, and energy away from your business. I know I've shared this story before, but back when I was pregnant with my second child, I kind of planned to get right back into work. And I didn't plan on taking a super long maternity leave just because I knew that 
I could go in. I could, you know, breastfeed wherever I wanted. I knew that people would be very accepting of that. I knew that my toddler could run around and play. So I really wasn't planning on taking a long maternity leave because luckily I had this business that was very family and very parent friendly. However, I ended up having a super traumatic birth and it took me way longer to recover both physically and mentally than I could have ever imagined. And my son was in a body cast for a long time. He could barely go into a car seat. So it just, you know, having said all that, it was just not the postpartum experience that I had imagined. It wasn't what I planned for. And it really took a lot of time for me to dive back into the business. So yes, that resulted in a lot of extra costs that I really wasn't anticipating because yes, I still retained all of my current employees and they did an amazing job stepping in and stepping up where I just wasn't able to. But again, that cost a lot of money that I just wasn't anticipating. So even if you know you have nothing on the horizon that you're thinking about, there's so many things that could happen like illness or unexpected bills in your personal life that require you to need more capital from your business. Again, you really can't imagine how many things could potentially pop up. So in my opinion, it's better to give these strategies to you now so that if anything does happen or if you ever find yourself in a financial pickle, you know exactly where to go and all of these strategies are compiled in one central place for you to access exactly when you need them. Because if something does come up that is incredibly stressful, whether it's in your business or your personal life, the last thing you want to do is be frantically researching or you know, reaching out to people left and right, asking for help. So again, I really wanted to compile all of these strategies so that they are right here for you on a silver platter. And you've already gone through in your mind, at least, how to execute them. And just to reiterate, there are so many opportunities for costs to pop up that were unexpected and completely out of our control. So if this episode series is feeling extra relatable, it's okay. And you are not alone. More often than not, these are short-term, very fixable problems and do not mean your business is doomed or that you're a terrible business owner. So chin up because you've got this. And I'm here to help you every step of the way. In this episode, which is part two of a three-part series, I'm going to cover some quicker, simpler cash injection techniques for when you need a boost for maybe just a slower month or to cover a smaller surprise bill or repair, or maybe even fund an exciting new purchase. We're talking in the ballpark of a few hundred dollars all the way up to several thousand dollars in less than a month's time. And to be honest, I've covered all of these strategies somewhere before. Part three will have some shiny new strategies for you, but for this episode, I wanted to recap some of what I've already given to you either on this podcast or on YouTube, since some of the content that I pulled from for this episode is years old at this point. So you may not have ever seen it or listened to it. And if you have heard these strategies before, it's likely been months or even years. So I think we're due for a little refresher. I'm actually re-listening to the Crime Junkie podcast from the beginning right now. And I swear, it's like those early episodes are all brand new to me. I don't really remember a single one of them because I'm kind of an OG listener. 
So it's like hundreds of fresh episodes for me. Now, maybe your memory is a little better, or maybe you've binged my content recently. But if you're a busy and overwhelmed parent like I am that can only retain so much information, I thought this episode would be really helpful, so that's why I'm doing it. And again, I wanted to compile all of these quick cash injection strategies into one simple place so that you can find it when you need it and you're not frantically searching through my episode and video archives. And I'm going to recap these strategies and give you the highlights here, but instead of repeating every single thing and you know, keeping you here attached to your earbuds all day, I included links to where you can learn more about each of these strategies in the show notes of this episode. So if one of these sounds like something you want to dive into or learn more about, that's where to head to after you're done listening. All right, let's get into the strategies. Number one, a bundle sale. And I know, I know, I feel like I've said the phrase bundle sale at least a hundred times on this podcast, probably more, but it's one of my best tried and true strategies for making money fast, like in just a couple of days fast. So you didn't think I was going to leave it out of this episode, did you? I dive into exactly how to execute the strategy in episode 26 of this podcast. But basically, you bundle together a bunch of super valuable but high profit margin items together and then slash the price based on the individual components' collective value. So for example, you can bundle a 10-pack of play passes, a mug or a t-shirt, a 10-pack of coffee passes, an event pass or two, and maybe a bring a friend pass or two. Some of these, like 10 packs of play passes, bring a friend passes, and coffee coupons are all very high profit margin, which is absolutely key to making this a success. And that's what we want. That's what we're looking for. And that basically just means that the value to your customers is very high. So, you know, the pack of a 10 pack of play passes might be $100, but your cost to deliver those items is relatively low, right? So the explicit cost of one more person walking into your play area that day is pretty low because you're already open for business. You're already paying that employee. The only cost that you're going to have is maybe cleaning up and the opportunity cost of allowing one more paid customer in that day. But unless you're operating at capacity every single day, I wouldn't worry about that. So again, that's what I mean when I'm talking about high profit margin items. And If you guys have a cafe, you'll know that any cafe items are very high profit margin. So a latte might cost a customer seven or eight dollars, but it's only going to cost you like less than a dollar to make. And coffee profitability is off the charts. So when I say look for high profit margin in your items, that's what I mean. Things that your customers are willing to pay a lot for and do pay a lot for, but cost you very little to deliver. Now, some of these other items like mugs and event tickets are a bit lower in terms of profit margin, meaning they cost a little bit more to deliver. But as long as we are still remaining profitable, that is the goal here. And the more desperate you are for cash, again, because we're being totally honest with ourselves here, the sweeter of a deal you can make it. You can make the discount even lower. Only you know the right formula here based on what your customers love and what your highest margin items are. So if you don't have a cafe in your business, 
if you're not selling memberships, if you don't have a 10 pack of passes, that's really going to restrict you here. So again, you might need to do some foundational work in your business before being able to execute this super effective strategy. But once you do, again, this is going to be available to you. So let's say the collective value of all the items is $350. You can sell it for, let's say, $99 or something similar. A deep enough discount to get people to jump and get your regular customers saying, heck yeah, I'm absolutely going to buy that. And this is one of those strategies that you can't use too often or people will come to expect it and they're going to wait around for your next deep discount. So keep that in mind. Keep this one in your back pocket for when you really need it. And I also would not throw any of your signature offers in there. Like for us, that would have meant a birthday party because that was where we made the majority of our money. Our Most of our revenue came from birthday parties. And that's because you still need to rely on your signature offers, the things that you're known for most in your business. You still need to rely on those to make that steady money. So look for all of your revenue streams that aren't your bread and butter, so to speak. So here it would be open play, the cafe, maybe retail or merch items or events or classes. Again, all of your peripheral items that you sell in your business that aren't your core offering. So again, for us, that would be birthday parties. So that's something that I never included in these offers. So again, if you want to learn more about creating a bundle offer and some more of the specifics about how to execute this, go listen to episode 26 of this podcast. All right, strategy number two is a live sale or a retail liquidation. Now, you probably already know what a retail liquidation is, so I'm not going to spend too much time on it. Basically, it's just offering deep discounts to clear out inventory, to either make some quick sales or to make room for more inventory or a new purchase. But in episode 143 of this podcast, I shared a really fun way to do this that I noticed a lot of owners in Playmaker Society were doing that were getting great results, especially around the holidays. And the one I highlighted in particular in that episode was Renee from Mazanmi Play Cafe. So basically what Renee was doing, and go follow her so you can see this for yourself, she was hosting a live sale of her retail inventory on Facebook, and I think she was doing it on Instagram as well. Now, I don't mean that she just posted, you know, 50% off or something and shared a link on social media. I mean, she was literally live on video selling things. So from what I could see, she had numbered post-its on every item. And essentially she would show one item at a time, explain a little bit about it, and maybe share an anecdote or who this item might be best suited for. So maybe it's toddlers that are always getting into stuff or Maybe it's preschoolers that are on the autism spectrum and people watching would comment sold along with the number that correlated to the post-it in the post indicating that they wanted to purchase it. And I love that she did this for a few reasons. First, people love live sales like this. You've probably seen them all over TikTok or Facebook But millennials and Gen Z are not watching QVC anymore or anything like that. But there is just something so exciting about a live interactive sale. And that's why you're seeing them all over the place. 
It's because it works. It creates energy and urgency, and it almost turns it into a game for those participating. And how often can we say that shopping is fun anymore? So I absolutely love that you utilize this strategy. And as I scrolled through the comments, I saw dozens and dozens of sold comments. So it looks like she succeeded in clearing out her her inventory and getting a nice quick boost in sales, which is awesome. But it also seemed to really humanize her to her audience as well. And like I said, it allowed them to take part in something fun and enjoyable and productive right from their couch. Now, to be fair, Renee is not the the only owner who has done this but she just seemed to be so organized and confident on camera. And I could tell this was something that she had done before. So I just had to say in that episode and right here, hats off to you, Renee, because it was so fun to watch. And if I was local, I would have definitely participated. And I know what you're likely thinking. This seems kind of like what LuLaRoe and other multi-level marketing companies were using at one time to sell their products. And you're right, it is utilizing similar tactics. But the difference here is that Renee was selling really unique toys and play equipment that's hard to find for the average consumer and usually can't be bought locally or even on Amazon. So yes, while she was still selling products, these products were from high quality sellers that parents already likely know and love. And there was no recruitment or any angles like that. Just simply helping parents check off their kids, maybe Christmas list or holiday list in advance, or maybe buy some toys ahead of time for their birthdays or something similar. So it was, again, helping them be productive with awesome toys that they would not be able to find anywhere else easily. And she made it super fun. I've spoken with other owners who have used this strategy and they have shared that while yes, There are often many people who comment sold and claim items. There is some drop-off when it comes to actually collecting payment. So just be wary of that. So what I mean is that when someone comments sold, it doesn't like automatically charge them. They have to then pay an invoice or a Venmo or something like that. And sometimes people get buyer's remorse or just don't respond. So that item might then go unclaimed after all. But I was happy to hear that the average successful payment completion rate was around 80 to 85%, meaning almost 85% of people were actually paying their invoices and collecting those items, which is honestly higher than I was expecting. And oftentimes these retail items don't expire. They don't go out of season. So if something goes unclaimed, you can just keep it in your store or use it during your next live sale. So if you're needing to make some quick sales, consider this unique liquidation strategy. And this is one of those that can be used multiple times per year. Maybe you can do a holiday sale in July, or you can just utilize this around the holidays. And then maybe once every spring and call it spring cleaning. This is when you can use a lot more than a bundle sale because people likely aren't going to be waiting around for it. So again, keep this one in your back pocket for when you need it. All right, strategy number three, a yearly membership sale or founding member launch. And yes, this is another strategy I've given you before, this time in episode 89 of this podcast, where I was giving ideas for how to generate sales on a holiday or if your business had to close for some unexpected reason, like due to weather. 
And in that episode, I shared that holidays are a great opportunity to promote a new founding offer for your memberships. But this can also be true if you just need a little boost in your bottom line. Even if you've been offering memberships in your business, this could produce a large boost in numbers, especially if you're looking to simplify or refine or simply just change your membership offering. So essentially, a founding member offer is providing customers with a special incentive for signing up within a specific timeframe, even if you already currently offer open play memberships. So for an, for example, an incentive might be allowing them to lock in the current membership price for life or until they cancel their membership as a founding member. You can also include more unique perks like free coffee for their first 10 visits. And this is another strategy where having a cafe really can boost your results. Or you can offer priority registration for events or classes or summer camps. You can get really creative here. It doesn't just have to revolve around price. So for my Playmaker Society members, you already know, I have a full five-part training on exactly how to craft, price, grow, and scale an indoor playground membership offer. So if you'd like to unlock that training right now, you can get a free month of Playmaker Society membership when you become a Play Cafe Academy student for a limited time. My five-part membership training is also available to purchase a la carte on my website, which I'll link below as well. That includes all of the juicy details of the strategy. My favorite way to package a founding member offer is to create an exclusive rate for paying for the entire year of the membership upfront. So this you can do even if you're not changing or refining your membership offer. So for example, if your annual membership is let's say $500, you can take $50 off for one specific weekend. Alternatively, you can add an additional incentive for signing up for a year in full, where in addition to your normal membership perks, they receive something extra. Again, these are high profit margin items like 10 free coffees or 10 bring a friend passes or an exclusive mug with your logo and name on it. So you can combine a founding member launch strategy with the bundle sale that we discussed earlier in this episode. Essentially, you want to provide enough of an incentive to make it worth it for your customers to sign up for the annual membership while still keeping your offer profitable for your business, which is, again, where those high profit margin items come in. I love encouraging annual memberships this way, especially if you need that significant cash boost. Even if you haven't had the grand opening of your indoor playground yet or have never taken the opportunity to explicitly broadcast your memberships, this can be the perfect opportunity to do so. A tweak in your membership offer or a looming price increase can still allow you to do a founding member launch. And if you have a bunch of members currently on a monthly subscription, you can give them a special incentive to convert to a yearly membership in the same way you can incentivize new members to sign up for a founding member launch. So for example, you could email everyone currently on a monthly plan. Again, these are people you've already converted into recurring customers. So you've already done all the hard work here. You could email all of them and say, hey, did you know that you can actually get 12 months of membership for the price of 10 months when you convert to an annual customer? Well, for this week only, on top of that savings that are already worked into the annual price, 
we'll also throw in this merch bundle or these event passes or these cafe passes, something like that. Even if these customers were hesitant to invest in an annual membership when they first signed up, they may be feeling more comfortable now, assuming they've had a great experience as a member of yours thus far and are feeling really taken care of and valued. You can also email your current members with an exclusive offer if they share your membership offer with their friends. I always recommend having an affiliate or referral program set up, but if this is something you've just not gotten to yet, you can do a quick and easy short-term affiliate promotion over the holiday week or weekend or whenever you need that quick cash. So for example, you can generate a graphic with some sample copy for your members to post and say, hey, if you copy and paste this on your timeline and someone signs up and drops your name when they do so, we're going to give you this cool offer. So maybe they'll give an extra discount or maybe they'll get 10 extra coffee coupons or something like that. And again, based on your specific revenue streams and business offerings, you likely have many options to choose from, including the ones we've already talked about. And if you haven't created a membership program for your indoor playground business yet, I would encourage you to listen to a few of my favorite Profitable Play podcast episodes, starting with episode 63 and going all the way to episode 70. These episodes cover how to create a membership, how to make it really appealing, why, what you should focus on, how, why you should focus on memberships in particular, how to price your membership all that. It really goes into the basics. And then if you want that more advanced training, again, you can sign up for that a la carte training or for Play Cafe Academy in the show notes of this episode. All right. I hope you enjoyed these three strategies for quick cash injection into your business, all compiled in one easy place for you to reference when you need it. And again, if you're looking for more of these strategies, including ones I've never shared before, Don't forget to tune back in on Wednesday. I will be dropping part three in your feeds then. All right, have an amazing day. I hope you had a great weekend. I hope you have an amazing week. Your play of the day, again, is to bookmark this episode, put it in your notepad, something like that. So again, whenever you need it or if something pops up, even if it's completely unexpected, you know exactly where to find these strategies in one easy to access place. All right, feel free to message me on Instagram. Reach out to me there if I missed anything or if you have any ideas. Again, that's the best place to connect to me. I look forward to seeing you right back here on Wednesday.